0: No doubt about it, fall is in the air. This is a great time to gather around the fire pit, have some casual conversation, and meaningful interaction. So thank you so much for coming, friends. Go ahead and take a seat. I'm going to run inside and get us all some warm, tasty beverages like hot cocoa and coffee. Well, you're listening to Guad Dot Rocks, God the World and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, you got it, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Hey, this is Season 12, Episode 257, titled The Power of Community, subtitle Other Things with Phil Morrell. Christian singer-songwriter Christian Stanfill has a new album that just released titled We Need People. The title cut makes the statement in the chorus, life is complicated and our pride says we can make it on our own. But the truth is simple. We need people. In just a moment, I will start the audio track from episode number four of our YouTube channel, Other Things with Dot Dot Dot. The title of this episode is Other Things with Phil Morell." It's an uplifting conversation with Phil that will encourage and inspire you to connect with other people in meaningful community and not live a life of isolated sadness. These are hard times, but we can make it through if we know we really have each other's back. Phil is the host of the YouTube channel Live at Bills, a program dedicated to humor and live music from Houston, Texas. As you hear Phil tell the background story on the creation of Live at Bills, you'll be encouraged by his optimism and celebration of community. Coming up on Monday will be the next installment of our miniseries, Voices from the Past, reading number 12 on Purification by Puritan author John Owen. I hope you find this series valuable to enhance your daily living. Coming up a week from today will be Hodgepodge Number 3, which will give you a roadmap to the episodes coming up over the next couple of months. I'm excited about all that God is putting before me to share with you. Friend, I tell you, without God's inspiration to do this podcast, my creativity would have expired long ago. I want to go ahead and point out a book I am reading that I will discuss further in Hodgepodge Number 3, because of the timeliness of the message and the expediency of the hour. The link to the book will be in the show notes. I've not finished the book, but so far it's profound in the insight it brings to the table regarding our present situation in America and the world. In Jonathan Cahn's book, The Return of the Gods, he assembles the puzzle pieces that gives us insightful understanding into what is behind what is taking place in our world to this day, specifically in America. Also included in the show notes will be a link to Christian Stanfield's new song, We Need People. Friend, by the time you hear this episode, the midterm elections will be over, and hopefully we'll know who won each race. Here is what I can tell you. It does not matter who the people are that are elected to the offices that exist. The problems that America has are spiritual in nature and serious in nature. No person or party will be able to correct the ship of democracy that has gone off course and is destined for disaster. Only God can rescue us and make things right in this nation. This phrase should not cause you concern. The impending disaster is real, but God is the one in control of the outcome of all this mayhem, and He is to be fully trusted. Come what may, and dear friend, remember this, come what may, if you and I know Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, we are not the ones in trouble, and He is faithful to never leave us or forsake us. So camp out in the eternal optimism that is heaven-based and heaven-bound and pray that prayer that never fails as Jesus himself prayed to his father your will be done. We make the requests of our heart before our holy righteous God and we trust him to do the right thing every time through his providential care. Anyway, on with the show. Here's Other Things with Phil Morell. <laughs> Hey, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to other things with dot, dot, dot. Today's guest is other things with Phil Morell, And I've had the pleasure to get to know Phil a little bit. I'll go into details more about that. But anyway, let's give a big welcome to Phil Morell. Hey, Phil. Hey, Kenny. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. It's awesome to have you here, my friend. I tell you, Phil's brother is one of my best friends in the ministry named Peter. And when I called Phil to talk to him about being on the show, I had to do a double take because it sounded just like I was speaking to Peter. So uh, I already feel like I know Phil very will, well. But uh, Phil is a part of a special broadcast that comes out of Houston called Live at Bills. And when I heard Phil begin to tell the story about how this whole project and, and endeavor really of love came to be, I felt like it would be a really good fit for what we're about which is encouraging conversations that inspire and encourage. And uh, so that's what we're about is to lift you up, to encourage you, to inspire you to have hope, especially in this time of a lot of despair going on around us. But the story that I heard from Phil is one that will encourage you. So if we can, Phil, let's just go ahead and get right into it. If you want to give any background information about yourself personally, but then also uh, let's get into the story. Okay. Yeah, sure. No problem. Thank you, Kenny. Um, so uh, yeah, I grew
1: up playing music. Um, Peter and I come from a very musical family. Everybody plays something. And uh, we grew up with childhood memories like playing Christmas carols with my grandparents and my aunt and uncle all crowded around with trombones and tubas and trumpets and pianos and basses and all that kind of stuff. I played drums. Um, oh, and- went uh been on tour before lived in nashville for eight years playing some music up there and uh, then came back to houston and um you know music is kind of a fickle friend uh sometimes it pays and sometimes it doesn't and so you find yourself well i've got to make ends meet so you go out and just get into the normal marketplace and get a job which is what i've done but uh, coming up in music and being around musical people and being in the scene, you kind of latch on to those friends. And no matter what you're doing, whether you're playing regularly or not, they still remain your friends. And uh, jamming is a big part of musical friendship where you just get together in a group and uh, play just for the fun of it. Not for anybody to pay you or anything like that, but just because you want to. Seeing you and you've got to get it out. Um, and so that's who Bill is. Bill's my buddy that I would jam with. And he has this awesome house. We're actually, I'm actually on the first floor of his house. All of this, and if you watch live at build, it looks like a bar where live bands play. <laughs> and, but that's all in his house. And he had this, not quite with the studio set up yet, but uh, we would just all get together and come in here and play. And out of that, you know, different bands form and uh, things like that, um, putting together different kind of cover bands based on what music people wanted to play and then uh coded it and reared its ugly head and we couldn't play anywhere so we um decided to hook up an iphone and just aim it at the band playing and just go live on facebook and the more we talked about it we know so many people that are involved in production and the music in and the technology in video in um, that we just put our heads together and none of us could do what we wanted to do anyway so we just all came here and basically built a soundstage and bought the lights and uh, the equipment necessary we did a bunch of research on how to live stream a show and how to make a an impact on youtube and all that kind of stuff and we basically just put our heads down and got to work and um you know i think there's an old saying that you you go to war with the army that you have and <laughs> so that's what we did we went to, Went to YouTube with the technology and the crew and, and the know-how that we had, and of course, anytime you do an endeavor like this, you're going to learn a lot pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And I would say in the last year and a half, uh, we've learned almost two years now. Actually, we're coming up on two years in December of uh, every other week, putting out a new episode.
0: Oh so we're wow! Proud of
1: that. And uh, that's that's the background. It was just uh, a bunch of people wanting to play music, couldn't. So we decided to give them an area to do it on
0: YouTube with. With technology and cameras and lights. <laughs> so so you um, post a new episode every other week? Yes, yeah, right.
1: Uh, episodes come out every other Thursday. Uh, Thursday. It used to be a live show, but we found that live has a lot of gremlins. So uh, we decided, okay, well, let's shoot it live in front of an audience. And uh, we do very little editing, really. Um, but we do take the time to edit and get a polished product so we can air it on Thursday.
0: Yeah. And that's when Peter told me, you know, we were talking one day and he said, hey, you know, you need to connect with my brother because he's doing something sort of like what you do on YouTube and it's going pretty well. And so then when I went onto your website or to YouTube and watched uh, one of your programs, I was impressed with, number one, the quality uh, and the clarity and then like where you're standing, that graphic. And uh, you told me that actually what I'm seeing, that's actually a television behind you. It's not a fixed uh, image.
1: Yeah, it's just a TV screen. And uh, we do like, we'll do sketches at the beginning when I'm introducing the show and we'll put pictures of celebrities up here. And, you know, it's it's, it's pretty basic, but it looks really neat when you put it all together.
0: Yeah, and I've enjoyed that. Uh, I find you personally very entertaining as a part of what's going on there at Bill's. But uh, yeah, I was I was just fascinated from the standpoint of how you're projecting that image, and I'm picking it up, you know, through the video, and I'm not seeing any kind of, uh, you know, that that uh, the cycle hum or anything. So you sure, must have some right, sort of yeah. filters that are ca- capturing it to where I'm not seeing any distortion or, or blips, you know.
1: There's something that is done i I'm not a part of all of that <laughs> that I leave that to the guys in the back control room, and I stay out here in front of the camera. but yeah, we have we're blessed uh, to have a group of friends that we already knew, had already worked together, already uh, been friends with, you know, had birthday celebrations at each other's uh-huh. houses. And this this is our core group of friends that our our wives all love each other, we all love each other, you know. oh yeah a big group happy family or friends and uh we just were able to pick okay we need you to do this we need you to Mm -hmm. do that based on what everybody's passion and what everybody's know-how was and their experience and we just we came up with a little studio crew so it's uh it's been a blessing It's, it's a lot of fun we wouldn't be able to do this uh everybody is crucial if one of us is out um we pretty much don't do anything Uh, we can, we can squeak by, but, uh, we typically need everybody on board all the time. And the great thing is everybody shows up every time.
0: Oh, but see, that says a lot. And that's something that stood out to me when you were telling me the beginning of your story is the fact that, uh, at this point, everyone, are you all still volunteer? I mean, this is a labor of love, no pay. Uh, we we don't make any we lose money doing this. <laughs>
1: we don't make any money at all. We pay to be able to do it. This is our we've explained it before as uh this is our golf. This is our this is our whatever fishing, this is our hunting, whatever your uh-huh. hobby is, whatever it is that you 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 spend your money on and you take your time that's yours, what you choose to do with it, this is what we choose to do. And uh we love it. So
0: uh that's a cool concept right there. I like that and uh, it's probably as, as expensive as golf, which for me was a very expensive game. But uh, I tell you, Phil, you bringing that up about the the cohort of people that have come together that are friends mm-hmm. and the, the aspect of it being a community, really a place for people to go, to hang out, to feel important. You know, a friend of mine, he retired from Pepsi and had a really great job, but Pepsi had a, uh, an emphasis one time called make me feel important. And it was like M M F I. And so Mm -hmm. they did that throughout the whole corporation, but they realized that people want to be somewhere where they feel like that they count. And that's something that really came through in our conversation on the phone that, as you said, that happens there, but kind of take it back to the beginning because you went through kind of a series of steps of how the kind of the domino effect happened to where, like you said, it started with you and bill, and Bill's a musician as well, I take it, because you said y'all used That's to right. jam together. So what what wow. instrument does he play? That's a side note. But.
1: Oh, I, he's a guitar player, but he can really anything with strings on it. He's okay. pretty much a master of. <laughs> he he uh, was in a band in the late 80s and, 90, and early 90s called Success that came out of Houston and was quite successful. And then in, uh, I believe, 1992, a band out of Seattle called Nirvana came out. And Bill's style of music was no longer what was uh, avant-garde or what was in the market. You know what was what yeah. kids were buying, and so um, I, that was. So then, like I said, when you have to, you go get a job. <laughs> so.
0: The cool thing that you you mentioned talking about, really, you know, the old phrase "necessity is the mother of invention," and so you guys were already doing yeah. some things together, and then the pandemic hits, which kind of blew everybody out of the water. Uh, yeah, when,
1: um, when COVID hit, uh, we just wanted to play, like always, and uh, we couldn't. All the bars got shut down, all the clubs got shut down, um, even church. If you, if you had a church gig, church got shut down, so uh, there was just nowhere for musicians to go. And we already have this perfect place set up that it feels like a live music venue. Little, yes, but it feels like a live music venue. And, and um, we, with you know, it just um, it felt it filled that need that uh, we had just wanting to play. And our some friends would come over. You know, we we were very careful. We didn't uh, want to break any rules, so we would have you know maybe three or four people besides us who were playing. Um, so not to go over that 10-person, you know, limit or whatever it was. Right, right. But, so then when we started getting into the idea of live streaming, it was all because um, some friends of ours would just rehearse in their garages with an a, uh, iPhone aiming at them. And they would put a PayPal link on their Facebook Live page. And they would just film their rehearsals. And the people could drop them $5 or $10 or whatever. Well, that's and, cool. Uh, so that's kind of where we got the idea. Well, we could do that. And then Bill and I are kind of get stars in our eyes and kind of shoot for the moon. So we were, we decided let's not just do one iPhone, let's do six and let's have a host and let's bring in different bands every time and we're going to interview them. We're going to do sketches like sketch comedy and it's basically we're going to make the Johnny Carson show where the focus is not the comedy, but the music is basically what what we came up with and um we i spent probably a month every weekend for a month here you know friday saturday sunday building this thing out um with bill and uh, our tech director brad barnett is a genius when it comes to the technology um he when you're watching the show and you watch the camera angles change that's all brad he does all that um and you had mentioned in our earlier meeting the colors that's all brad so
0: yeah, because one of the first things that stood out to me was the the vibrancy of the colors, but yet warm, because as I shared with you, I'm red green deficient and pretty heavily so. So, uh, but I can see your set and it really is inviting. And yeah, uh, and you. and and as I shared with you previously, that uh, even though you know it's a single dimension, so to speak, it's not multi-dimensional. I'm not watching you through. Uh, what's the new meta, Uh, but it's, it's still very, uh, much a sense of community. In other words, I feel like I'm sitting there with you. And so to me, that, that really hits a mark for a lot of people, because I know for myself during the pandemic, especially when we were being very strict about where we went and didn't go that uh, I turned to the, the, the YouTube programs and the programming as a sense of community. And I, But through that, I tell you, I've learned, and some people will disagree with this, but I, I think that uh, Facebook, they're onto something with Meta, that this is a form of community. And sure. you reach people in your studio there, but then through your broadcast, through YouTube, uh, you are extending your community into the homes and lives of people who are tuning in. And so, uh, and you do a very good job of that to where I feel a sense of warmth and connection immediately with what you're doing. To top it off, my technological background, I immediately picked up on the fact that, wait, whoever's doing the mix on the audio, because the bands are playing live, they're not, it's not canned. No, no, no. What it. you're hearing on the show is what's coming out of their instruments. Yeah. And, and folks, if you tune in, and, and some of the music, it may not be your taste. That's not the point. What I'm saying, though, is that the people that are coming together, doing this right now is a labor of love, that the quality is outstanding. And what it says to me, and especially because I have my own YouTube channel, is what you can do if you really want to do it. And uh, as Phil is sharing, the people that began to come along into the mix, pardon the pun, but who began to come along, bringing their skill sets to produce what you see when you go to live at Bills. So let's pick up on... Uh, some of the people that began to fold into it because Brad Barnett, which you said now Brad not only is the uh he's technical, but is he also the graphics designer? Like did he design your logo that I see there behind you? He did. He did. Um he, he
1: that was his creation. I mean we knew we were going for like a neon light kind of thing. Um but he came up with the color scheme and uh, the the font, if you will, of it, you know, the up at the top and then the block letters on the bottom um and the fence boarding was that that's just how these walls are built out here in the studio um this house <laughs> a little secret this house has uh, flooded i think five times in the last seven years and the last one of course was harvey and the water was let wow. touching the ceiling of the first floor wow uh, so it's basically a built-out garage with a slab. There's no flooring in here, and all the walls are fence boarding with no insulation behind it. So when a flood happens, you just rip down the fence board, spray off the walls with bleach and water, put new fence board up, and you're good to go. But um, so that's that's the look of the show, and it really uh, helps. Um, you know, it's kind of rustic back there. If you watch the show, you'll see big uh, whiskey barrels in the back. And um, uh, stuff like that. It just makes it look. I don't know how you want to describe it. A, a dive bar, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but, just kind um, of a
0: place where people go and hang out, where they want to
1: comfortable and, and make connections.
0: You know, it's it's just a warm place for people to hang
1: out. And one of the things that we've noticed is we've really built a family with the bands that have come to play, um, and and th- their own community uh they've accepted us in because we're older than all of those guys you know those guys are in their 20s mostly 20s and 30s and we're 40s and 50s but they've allowed us to come into their family and um uh we've we've heard stories of bands playing out in houston since everything's opened back up where they say hey have you got another band will say have you guys played live at bills yet you know you you haven't played in houston until you've played live at Bills. <laughs>
0: so, oh that's cool
1: uh that's kind of neat. And and they come to when one of their groups of friends is in a band playing on Bills, the other bands will come and see them. And then, of course, their friends and families come in. And uh, we, we've just kind of created a big family uh, that all loves live music. Um, but that's not the only thing, you know, I mean, uh, myself, I'm a believer. And uh, it's kind of a chance to get to minister to people that otherwise wouldn't be ministered to. We feed the band um when they Um, come in in. yeah they're here all day it's a long we ask a lot of them uh so they're here usually from three two three in the afternoon till after midnight sometimes and so we do feed the bands. you know we love on them we have we give them their own little green room with a nap area if they need it (laughs) and uh we basically just treat them like rock stars because uh growing up playing live music in in this scene you can People can not be nice sometimes, bar owners, promoters. uh, It can be an ugly little scene sometimes, and we try to counteract that with just positivity and warmth. And one of our acts, uh, one of our first shows, it was a a funk hip-hop guy named Cooley Booty. and his wife, (laughs) Rainy, is on the show. I was re-watching some of the shows earlier this week, and at the end, I didn't remember her saying this on the show, but at the end say thanks Live at Bills. And she said, y'all need to watch Live at Bills. It's not just music, it's a whole vibe. And it's all about love. And I thought that was a great comment. I I love it that an artist that we've had on the show would say that about us. Um, So that's what we're shooting for. We're not just trying to make money on YouTube. And, you know, we're we're trying to be a positive influence in the music scene. And uh, show show people that you know, you you can be nice when it comes to playing music. You don't have to be a jerk. You don't have to be a money grabber. You, you know,
0: you can. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. And I tell you, it, I like that. And uh, that's what I'm talking about, folks. What's going on there with that group of people that are coming together for a common cause, something that they're passionate about, uh, that they're willing to give their volunteer time to, and and really, it's the dream of any organization, regardless of whether it's a YouTube uh, channel or you have your own corporation. Uh, or you have a volunteer organization, which I've been uh, actually the d- director of a nonprofit myself. Mm-hmm. But to have people that are passionate about what they're doing, you don't have to beat them up to get them involved. In other words, it's not a constant badger or, or or a uh, you know call. Uh, they show up and they're faithful because they're doing what they love to do. and uh, and I tell you, Phil, I mean, you're to be commended because I think that key thing, that is obviously present or the people would not be, uh, accountable. They wouldn't be there. And so, you know, something, you know, I used to watch the TV show cheers. Uh, and, and I didn't really watch it when it was on first. I think I was too busy But going <laughs> back and watching the reruns. That theme song is so catchy to where, you know, you want to go where everybody knows your name yeah, and they're always glad you came. yeah, And, uh, that's, that's, uh, what the world is looking for. And especially uh, if you read the statistics of what's happening in the culture with people doing terrible things to themselves and going off into severe addictions or even suicide, it's when they get to that point to where they feel like they're detached and no one cares. And so these types of things, and, and folks, I hope this inspires you that whatever your background is, whatever you're interested in, there are other people that are looking to feel important that want to connect and to have other people that they can uh, hang out. I tell you, there's a famous song by America called uh, Oz, you know, that Oz yeah. never did give nothing to the 10 man that he didn't already have, yeah. but it starts off with sometimes late when, you know, people share the gift of gab between themselves. And I tell you something that we see is when you're hanging out with people you care about, you talk about everything and a nothing. And you never sit back and go, they're so boring. Or why are they talking about this? Why are they taking my time? You know what I'm saying, Phil, you you want to hang out and just talk about something that you saw happen in the driveway today or something you saw on TV or something you heard on the radio or something that came yeah. into your mind, you know, so that's true community and uh, people are starving for it. Uh, let me say this. If you're hanging out with people that are finding fault with what you're talking about or what you want to talk about, you're hanging with the wrong people yeah. because true fellowship that, that every humanity, every part of humanity needs is what Phil's talking about. So let's pick back up. I'm through preaching, but uh, you Hi, inspire me. <laughs> you inspire me. Uh so, you know, moving forward, uh you do provide an excellent uh avenue for bands there in the Houston area. Tell, tell me more about that as far as what your reach is uh with the bands and uh what you're seeing as far as uh, helping get the word out about, you know, my son uh here in Nashville is a, a writer producer for Sony Essential. Yeah. And uh I tell you you know, we grew up and raised our kids up in music. Both of our kids have music business degrees, so they know what you know and what you feel. And mm-hmm. so uh, I just want you to share a little bit more on uh, the type of impact you're able to have in helping other, because everybody is somebody's kid and they to sure. see them do well. And especially right. for musicians, if you're a parent of a <laughs> musician, you want to see them thrive. So tell me more about that as far as your your component of that
1: sure um we have had been able to have some impact um as far as things like and not just trying to make people famous but um we one of our bands is one of our first bands uh actually our first rock band to come on the show was a band from houston called lucid illusions and uh really great guys um they're it's a three-piece band kind of pop punk oh wow um and they since they've been on Bills, not necessarily because of Bills, but since they've been on Bills, they've been voted Houston's uh, best band by the Houston Chronicle. Oh, awesome. Uh, they got to open up BuzzFest, which is a big alternative rock music festival here in Houston um, with all national acts. They were the only local act, and they, they were the very first band on that stage. Um, and they actually just went to Nashville and recorded an album, which uh, is going to drop on December 3rd. So um, it's just, Well, Congratulations. Yeah, they're doing really well. Um, Bills has been a great avenue for the bands because not only they help us out and we help them out. Um, they bring their fan base that they already have to watch us. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: hopefully, that fan base continues to watch and maybe tells other people about it. Um, but then they get a really high quality music video. Oh and man! Several that... of the bands that have been on the show. The only thing we ask is that they leave our logo, our watermark there. On the bottom yeah. of the screen, but they do use our videos to enter into contest, to get promoted, to uh, get the play. That's huge. Yeah, so that's good for us, and it's great for them. And um, we we also offer as a service, uh, even if you're not going to be on the show, if you want to hire out the studio, you can and make a really great video. Um, yeah, that's that's amazing. I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and we've had a couple of bands uh, because, like you said, the audio mix that's all Bill. Bill is the audio wizard um that's why he's not on the camera he's back there in his control room running sound as the bands are playing but um he uh has been booked to record a couple of albums from mm-hmm. the different bands that have been on here a couple of songs um so that you know it's, it's turned out well um and like i said we have heard stories of bands getting lined up backstage if there's three or four bands going to play one club in a night uh, two or three of them will be huddled around their phones watching live at bills before they go on, and, and so there's just neat little stories like that. And you know, we we all grew up playing music, touring, um, playing live, and uh, um, none of us are rock stars, but and that's okay. Uh, we don't have to be. There's nothing wrong with making a few hundred extra bucks a month playing music as opposed to it being your entire living. Um, which is a hard concept to grasp <laughs> when you're 19 and wanting to be on MTV, you know, <laughs> when I was, oh, yeah. Yeah. but, um, uh, once you do grasp it, it opens up the world for a lot of fun, creativity, no pressure, just do what you want to do with the people you want to do it with. And that, I think that can be true for anything. If you're good at baking, you know, find other people that are good at baking and absolutely. Baking show. if you want to do YouTube, um. A lot of people do it. Um, It's very saturated. I wouldn't get into it thinking you're going to get rich because that may, it might happen, but it happens to very few. So, um, but we, we're not doing it, like I said, to make money. We're doing it to um, spread love throughout the music community, um, promote bands if we can. And then, um, you know, it's just fun for us. We're, this is how we're spending our time. Um, I I know for me I got I was out of the music scene for a long time where I didn't go see anybody play I don't, I wasn't playing myself and it's just it's been fun to be on this side uh, mm-hmm. watching other bands that are doing it and uh, getting to love on them encourage them and push them to do more
0: and I tell you uh, for those of you who are watching uh, if you're in the Houston area um, looks like an invitation to go and get a really high quality. Uh, promotional yeah. video, because yeah. uh, if you go to the YouTube channel Live at Bill's and you see the quality that they're capturing uh, and streaming live, and I tell you, folks, that is very hard to do, especially mixing it down so that it sounds right coming out of a computer speaker or your, or your iPhone. Yeah. And so the, the quality is really top-notch. And it reminds me, I don't know if it was Jimmy Kimmel Live or it may have been the early days of, of one of the other uh, – it's not James Corden – but uh, your your lighting and that stage setup, it, it looks very familiar, which is a good thing. It doesn't look like a copy. But right. uh, I tell you, you know something, I'm a musician in my past. And like I tell people, the reason why both my sons started in piano and then they're also both professional drummers for real yeah. is because I mastered the contrabass clarinet in high school. <laughs> I was the first chair, all state Texas, which is huge. I could have gone yeah. on to the symphony but who wants to i mean i didn't want to do that but i love music and sure. something i taught both of my kids is that a uh, hang with other musicians even people that are messed up mm-hmm. uh, it's still a better hang than with most people because of the caliber <laughs> it is is isn't it don't you think so yeah. phil no I, I
1: no i i agree i, I love hanging out with musicians
0: <laughs> because their their level of quality and i mean you know there are people that are messed up and that have addictions and what have you but I'm just telling you that the type of people that it takes to even begin to learn to play an instrument and that stay with it, uh, that they're just cool people. It's a, it's a great industry uh, by and large. Of course, every industry, I tell you, my son escorted the, the, the famous drummer Greg Bissonette, who actually, my son's drum instructor is his booking agent. It's a long wow. story. Yeah, but uh, so Colton got a chance to hang with Greg, who drums for Ringo Starr now. He was David Lee Roth's drummer when he left uh, Van Halen. But uh, I asked him about you know the drugs and all this stuff, and 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 Greg's a Christian, and he he was signing autographs after uh, he did a, a a clinic, a drum clinic. And uh, I said, well, Greg, you know my son's thinking about getting into the industry, which he now is. I said, but what about the drugs and stuff? He looked at me and go like, what are you talking about? And I said, well, you know you hear so much stuff, and he goes. I don't think it's a problem any worse than any other industry. Right. I mean, he said, you have corporate executives that are hooked on dope or they're alcoholics. And I thought, sure. wow, that's a story you don't hear, but uh, music is amazing. But, uh, but moving on, um, uh, I, I invite people to check out live at bills. And uh, Phil is also a little bit of a comedian and does it very <laughs> well. And I tell you the, 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 I don't know if it's an animation of you as a pirate,
1: you know yeah. what I'm talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah. Is, is that an ongoing theme or?
1: Yeah, well, not the pirate thing necessarily. So uh, he's not around. I, I don't know where they moved him. But so one of our crew members um, made had a bobblehead of me made. And so I was standing here getting ready to do a show and he said, stand still. And he took about 32 pictures from here to here and mm-hmm. sent it off to some company and they 3D printed a little bobblehead. And, and it does look like, called,
0: it looks like you. I've seen
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Tiny Phil. And so the pirate was actually Tiny Phil and Tiny Phil goes on a lot of adventures and um people are mean to him and, <laughs> and tie okay. him up and, you know.
0: <laughs> you know, you know who you sort of remind me of is when Pee Wee's Playhouse was, you know, on the yeah. air that Phil Hartman played the sailor. You know, he would, oh, they would yeah. go through their, portal and of course phil hartman is getting doused with water the whole time he's talking sure, sure, sure. but uh the tiny phil it's called tiny phil tiny phil yes, sir. yeah tiny phil reminds me a little bit of phil hartman's character <laughs> on uh, Pee Wee's playhouse um, that's funny yeah but anyway so that's cool so so there's that kind of thing in the mix there also but we
1: write sketches uh we've gone on location and scott uh shot complete comedy sketches we had a band one time on the show that called themselves the Swamp Hippies. And uh, so I went from the angle, angle of, uh, are there other kinds of hippies? I didn't, you know. And so then uh, we made a sketch about fainting hippies. I'm sure you've heard of fainting goats. And fainting I, hippies. Fainting hippies. I ran up behind the hippies and shouted and they all passed out. And <laughs> <laughs> just ridiculous, but fun to do. And some people like it, um, you know. And with the bands, like you said earlier, may not be. Your kind of music. Uh, well, I kind of have a saying: as long as it's executed well, there's no such thing as bad music. There's just good music, or music you like and music you don't like.
0: Yeah, I would uh, tend to agree with that.
1: So, uh, and we we we, we do a vetting process. We we don't have everybody that tries to get on the show. We, we'll tell them, you know what? Th- these two songs are great. Work on that. Practice that. Try to develop that. Call us in six months, you know, or whatever. Oh, that's good. Um, we do try to find quality bands that we feel like are doing well um, and uh, playing well, because uh, that helps us out. If we got known for having people that weren't so skilled yet or playing stuff that wasn't quite up to par, you know, nobody would watch. So <laughs> we have to yeah. uh, we have to have a certain level of ability. And um, but we'll take anybody. I mean, we'll take hip hop. We'll take. Um, a lot we've had a lot of metal bands i'm I'm not a metal guy um but there's a lot of that here in houston so we have to represent that um my brother peter calls it kill the puppies music (laughs) and he one time he asked me why are they so angry and i said peter they're not that's just their music that's what they like to listen to and so that's what ends up coming out of them but they're the sweetest guys you could ever hope to sit down and meet I mean, all they're going to sit down and talk to you about is how much they love their two-year-old daughter. You know, like, these oh, are yeah. just really sweet guys. These, they're not mean and raw and wanting to fight all the time or anything like like their music might sound. But, um, you know, so you—you, you, we had to decide early, this isn't about us. We're not bringing on bands that we like. We're bringing on bands that are doing a good job and that we think
0: people might want to hear from. And I, I think that's a good point, I think, for all of us. I tell you I think back to the days when Guns N' Roses first came out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know watching Axel was so hard with his uh, serpentine movements. I just yeah. you know kind of wrote him off but when you go back and you listen to their music minus watching him no offense Axel, but uh yeah. you know the song Sweet Child of Mine what a great anthem. Oh, you yeah. know and especially really? you know like when you get grand you know it's really more for us with grandchildren especially my first grandchild was a, is a girl Kate and when I hear that song, sweet child of mine, I mean, it's like, it's they're singing about Kate. So, you know, I kind of threw the baby out with the bathwater, uh, yeah. you know, for a time. And I'll tell you somebody else is Metallica. Yeah. I mean, you talk about, you know, this sense of it sounded like hate, but then when you see the James, what's good, let's his name. James, uh, I remember his Had, what's his Hadfield. name Hedder. Yeah. Hadfield. Yeah. James Hadfield. Wow. Uh, but you see him interviewed and, and, uh, they're just people that are playing music. They're very good. I tell you, Eric church is a country star that they paired with uh, Metallica for one of the music shows. Mm -hmm. And Eric church is about as hard as any metal band, but he's actually country music as far as his classification. So I think that's good. And, you know, I tell you, um, you know, yeah, we love music. And I think that goes without saying further, but, uh, let me ask you some questions. Uh, what's cool is that not everybody's available on all the social media platforms, but, uh, from what I gather, as far as some stuff you sent me that you are, are, you are on Twitter, LinkedIn, you're on LinkedIn. That's awesome. Uh, Not LinkedIn. I'm sorry.
1: Um, Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, rumble, um, Facebook,
0: Facebook, Mm And then if anybody has any questions about anything we've talked about, you can actually uh, be instant messenger, the messenger deal on Facebook, right? Facebook, yeah. Just message live at Bill's on Facebook and we'll get you. Okay, good. Because if you're like me, you may have questions as far as if you're wanting to do something, uh, get the impression that they would be open to helping talk to you about, you know, what they're doing as far as technologically and how they're making things look the way that they do. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it looks very professional. And uh, again, that inspired me. But, uh, you know, some things that you sent me when I I always ask our guests, you know, if there's some things that they want to stand out, you know, maybe three to five big things uh, that are important to them. And uh, you wrote, uh, when doing creative things, stick with what you know. And uh, do you have anything further to say about that? But I think it's a, that's a good point. Um,
1: well, not really. I I just mean, if you're going to involve yourself in something creatively like this uh with the reason we did this was because we all came up in music now that's not to say if you don't know anything about uh i don't know writing a children's book i'm not saying don't go write a children's book what i'm saying is write the children's book about something you're familiar with Mm -hmm. um uh it's gonna save you a lot of heartache um and like we've discussed before you know there's been times where I'm sure all of us on the crew have gone, oh, we really have to do another show today. <laughs> because like you said, we don't get paid to do this. Uh, we all love it and it's always fun. But you know, you get tired, you get worn out. Other things in life happen that make it difficult. Um, sure. But it, when it's something that you care about, you already know about, you already love, it just takes that much more of the challenge off. And um, for me, when it comes to live music, I want to know as much as I can know. I want to hear as many bands as I can hear. And uh, so it's been a fun way to get to do that. And I think if you stick with what you know, um, it's going to be a lot. The challenges will be more over. I don't know if overcomable is a word, but it then right. it's easier to overcome the challenges if you're sticking with something that you love and are passionate about.
0: Yeah. Also, um, I think that something that uh, I picked up and that you share in, in the notes is uh being surrounded by people that you are inspired by Mm -hmm. and it shows in everything that you guys are doing uh but one other thing i think it's a good word here is don't be afraid of technology i think we all at times are afraid of technology
1: uh yeah and i when i wrote that down and sent it to you i was like man am i being a hypocrite because i'm scared (laughs) to death of technology but i found people that aren't (laughs) and um, i mean i can you know i can log on to a an interview like this, but that's about the maximum when uh, they start talking about uh frame rates and ISOs and 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 lighting frequencies
0: and i'm that's that's
1: all Greek to me i you know, i i write the joke
0: <laughs> oh do you, so so you you do uh you're the are the, are you the primary writer yeah i write, on the show i write pretty much everything you see on the show yeah Oh, cool. So you're the writer, star. Yeah, well, uh, the face.
1: That's what I say. The <laughs> <face>. <laughs> hey,
0: that's the best way to keep that so that you're still live at Bill's, right? <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. We
1: did. Uh, the last episode we put out uh, was that Lucid Illusions band. It was their second episode with us um, in celebration of their new album coming out. And we did a little sketch where Bill was out here with me on camera and I kept he kept going I gotta go I gotta go and I'm Bill I want to talk to you about something I have an idea I have an idea about the show just do it I'm sure it's a great idea and I changed the name to Live at Phil
0: oh did you did you change the logo
1: yeah yeah oh that's
0: that's that's cool
1: it's it's pretty funny go back and watch it I'm proud of that moment because that was all synced and live like we had to hit a button at the right time to make it happen and it worked beautifully so that's uh, the Lucid Illusions. It's the last episode that we've aired.
0: So. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's funny. And I tell you, just outside looking in, just a word of encouragement to you, Phil, and to Bill and the other people there, uh, that as I shared with, with Phil on the phone, that it does have, uh, and, and many of you watching this perhaps have never seen an episode of The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson or Jay Leno. Uh-huh. But it does have a feeling of kind of a variety, not kind of, but a variety show. And so, to me, I think it has legs beyond even what's happening with them there in Houston, or perhaps even uh, eventually turning into something more uh, along the lines of like an Austin City Limits, or you know, but uh, to but but different because Austin City Limits is just the the live performance recorded of the musical acts. But I think something that you guys bring to the table. That to me, is fresh is the musical acts, but coupled with the uh, the interaction that you you host. In addition, so uh, I, it really seems to be sky the limit. You know, it all has to just you know continue on. You know, whatever uh, is meant to be. But anyway, so I want to encourage you with that because I tell you, like I said, people. I, I watch a guy named Traveling Robert who has an RV show. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he, he is a first-generation immigrant from Cuba and has come to the United States and lives in Miami, as the, the, my Spanish friends would say, but in Miami. But then he does a YouTube channel called Traveling with Robert. And like when I'm closing up shop here at night, I always go through kind of a routine of brushing my teeth and gargling for COVID. But I had him on last night, and it's just the video of Robert answering questions from people that are texting in it's from all over the world uh and so i thought this is telling that here i am winding down for the evening but i find it soothing and encouraging to sit there and listen to robert he's videoing himself in his studio uh because he's back home right now in miami and uh reading people that are live streaming you know as far as texting in live and so i know just from personal experience of what an impact This format has, and what you guys are doing, but uh, how are we doing on time? My producer is over here. It's my wife, but she does a great job (laughs) actually keeping me informed. She does. I've seen the show. Yeah, it's great. Okay, we we got about ten minutes here, so uh, we still have a little bit of time. But uh, let me see. Let me go ahead and be sure. I'll edit this in. But uh, be sure to check out Live at Bills on YouTube. And if you just go to youtube.com forward slash live at Bills, uh, no apostrophe, it'll take you right to the show. Okay, that's how I found you. So tell me about uh, any interaction that you're aware of as far as what y'all are doing with YouTube, um, how that's working for y'all.
1: Well, it works great. We don't have a lot of interaction with YouTube other than that's just the platform that we put our product on. Mm -hmm. Um, where I know with YouTube, you have to have a thousand subscribers before you can start monetizing. Mm -hmm. Um, we are at currently seven forty-eight, so we're getting there. So sign up uh, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. If you would, if you do go, even if you never watch it, if you can subscribe, (laughs) that would be great, Uh, but do watch it. It's a good show. It's fun. Um, but, uh, so right now we're very small fish in the YouTube pond. Um, we do now YouTube does have some great algorithms as far as being able to track who's watching you and for how long. Um, you can watch in real time the little graphs go, you know, spike and then go down, and we pay attention to that. Uh, we actually have a lot of viewers in the UK, um, that we're not quite sure how they found out about us. We don't really hush the UK. Um, there, uh, YouTube also offers a program where you can pay some money and your videos will be sent as advertisements to other viewers when they're watching something else. Uh-huh.
0: Um,
1: and so we've done that on a couple of episodes that we felt pretty strongly about um, and looking to do that with some more just to get the viewership up, um, get, throw a wider net, if you will. Um, so it's, it's always interesting to watch those things. And it's, it's, a, it's a neat tool. YouTube is a good tool. It's a good platform. For somebody like us that was just kind of not really sure how to do a streaming thing, um, you know, there's other programs like Patreon where you can have basically you have paid members um, that pay you to continue to put out product, and you can give them different titles and different jobs. Um, so we're not quite there yet, but we're keeping our heads down and keeping our focus on the prize. And the big thing for us has been. Yes, let's continue to push and we we'll hopefully one day we'll monetize, but uh, more important than getting quick to that is having the backlog once we do get there.
0: I so think it's we to get there and
1: YouTube starts pushing us up higher in the searches. Uh, we've got two years of product, um, almost 50 videos of 50 different bands playing their music um, that people can go back and watch. So, uh, um, that's been our main goal, but, you know, hopefully in a short amount of time, we'll start seeing
0: something happen. (laughs) I encourage, you know, the Beatles, uh, Malcolm Gladwell has a book and in it. He talks about, uh, the Beatles and how, when they hit the States, we thought, Hey, you know, they're new on the scene, but unbeknownst to Americans, they had spent five years in the bars in Hamburg, Germany, playing and honing their craft. And so by the time they hit the States, I mean, these guys were tight. They had sung together every day for five years. And, uh, all of a sudden they're overnight sensations. You know, I think about Tom Petty. I'm a big music biography nut and, uh, reading Tom Petty's biography, talking about how long he played and, uh, finally broke through and went through a lot of, uh, you know, struggles with the bands falling apart. And so, uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, longevity is key tenacity and you got that also content like you said and folks if you're wanting to do anything in the media aspect that uh content is king that's why spotify uh you know i've I've got this show will go audio to anchor by spotify i'm also on Acast as the distributor for other uh, my other my podcast god the world and other things why dot rocks but i reached out to anchor when i found out you could actually do it for free if you don't need all their support and i said why are you doing this for free i mean you're shocking because i pay for acast mm-hmm. and they said well you have to keep in mind sir that to host your show costs us like 10 cents but they're wanting the content so uh, that that's huge and that you're already building that back backlog of uh, mm-hmm. of uh videos okay but anyway hey before we go i just want to ask phil If uh, you have just, you know, a piece of advice because at this point in your life, uh, and oh, this, I almost forgot about this, but a coincidence, and maybe it's not a coincidence, is that the city I live in, in Spring Hill, Tennessee, that Phil lived here. And so uh, we have that connection, which is really unusual. Uh, That came out in my pre-interview with him. But anyway, Phil, as we we wrap up, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, It's been a real privilege for me and a thrill. Uh, but any parting words, if you could just share one thing with the people, a word of encouragement of advice, um, what sure. comes to mind? Um, definitely if, if you have an idea, if it's something creative
1: that you want to do that you're thinking, I it'll never work, or I think it might be a good idea, but somebody's already probably done it. Don't let that kind of stuff get in your way. Um, if you have, uh, the idea and the people around you that can help you get there, uh, just do it. And when you get tired of doing it, keep doing it. And when you feel like this is not going the way I wanted it to go, keep doing it. You got to just keep your head down. I can tell you there's been multiple occasions where we've discussed uh, canceling a show, just one, you know, not the whole thing, but maybe not doing an episode. And we always come back and say, no, we have to stay consistent. We have to do it. And once we get here, we have a blast and we have a good time. And yeah, You know, uh, we thought maybe we'd be a little bit further along as far as monetizing goes two years ago when we started, but um, God has provided and we're in a good place and all of us uh, have, uh, you know, somebody has stepped up to the plate every single time there's a need and it's not always the same person. Uh, We have two people that joined us later, um, but Jeff, who runs our lighting. He was just the guy that uh, knew Bill's wife and started coming to the show because he liked, liked, likes live music. And um, he kind of said, can I do something? And we were like, yes, you can run life. <laughs> I don't know anything about life. Well, you will. Here's the manual. You know, <laughs> and, so, and he shows up every time. And then we have uh, Georgie. She's our, our lone lady on the crew. Um, she puts up with us and she's a fantastic photographer. So she's got the great eyes. She does our behind the scenes shots as well as runs one of the cameras. And now she's booking our bands for us. And because she's a live music photographer, she already has the network of a ton of bands and musicians that she's able to reach to, hey, you want to come play bills? And yeah, we'd love to and then the next thing we know, here we go, we're ready to film them and put them up on YouTube. So uh, that's my advice is just do it. Keep your head down. Don't don't let the distractions and the discouragements get in your way. They're going to come. And there's going to be a time where you're just going to want to stay in
0: bed. Get out of bed. What <laughs> hey, in conjunction with that, my granddaughter is seven years old. And uh, I was over visiting um, here just a few weeks ago. And I was sitting on the couch and I've got a little bit of a leg problem. And I was trying to get up and she looked at me I'm sitting on the couch and she says, you just need to peel yourself out of that couch and get up. <laughs> And I said, I need to do what? She said, you need to just peel yourself up out of that couch and get up. I started laughing and I said, where on earth did you get that? And she said, it's in a book I've read called The Couch Potatoes. So anyway, I think that's a good word, Phil. Uh, just keep on yeah, keeping on tenacity. Yeah, it but as is. we close, thank you so much, Phil Morell, for being our guest today on Other Things with Phil Morell. As we close, I want to remind the people that you can find... Live at Bills on YouTube. They uh, post every every other Thursday and uh, they're on all of the social media platforms. Just reach out to them. And if you have any questions about anything you've heard on the show today, uh, I know that they'll be glad to answer any questions that you might have. But anyway, uh, this is the fourth episode in the series and uh, this is a wrap.